up. My name is Eve. My name is Sarah. And we are Burnt Out Perfectionist. Part two. But it's like the one and done culture. If you don't use this product, then what's the point? So I find that I'm kind of in this like in-between group where I try to be more like sustainable in the ways of not buying things at like large quantities that I know that I'm not going to use. That could be makeup wise. I have used the same, uh, like I will use the same mascara until it's dried out. I won't buy 50 different types of mascara every time I need mascara. Um, Same thing with like, like, I'm trying to think of other things that are like that. I don't need 50 different types of headphones. I don't need 50 different types of shoes or purses because that doesn't have any meaning to me. I don't use purses frequently. I've had the same fanny pack for four or five years. I've had the same wallet unless my wallet breaks. But I know that if I my wallet breaks, I buy the same one from Indigo from Love & Lore that's a square wallet that I've used and I have... I think I'm on my second one and I love it and I use it all the time. So why am I going to buy four different types of wallets when I have a wallet that I really like? But at the same time, like, obviously I fall into the consumerism type thing of like, I love sweaters so much. I like to make my phone look nice. I like to have different cases for my electronics, which isn't like per se a bad thing. But I'm also not going to, like, buy, like, a different phone, a different type of headphones because someone told me that my headphones were cute. Like, unless they're broken, unless they're broke, don't fix it in the best way possible. And if you are looking for something to fix it, then look at the products that you currently have and try to see how that can either replace the product that you have or like have that like saving mindset of like I'm gonna go say a month without buying new headphones how often do I reach for my headphones and I realize that they're broken and then I'm like okay well I'm gonna put a little bit of money away because I also feel like the like obviously inflation and everything like that is a huge issue but if you take a step back and you know my priority is what do I enjoy outside of work home I personally really enjoy coloring. I like bullet journaling. So I'm going to spend a bit more money on those types of things versus shopping because I don't have a lot of priority in shopping. I don't work where I need to look extremely nice every single day like a business professional. So I'm not going to follow content where they're like, oh, well, I need to do this. I need to do this. It also falls in the same, like, consumerism with looks. Like, I remember back in the summer when everybody was dyeing their hair copper. I've had dark brown hair for four years now. I dyed my hair for three years, four years, three or four years. Because my eyebrows are dark and my hair is mousy brown. Or as people now call it, old money blonde. When I look at it now and people go, oh my god, I'm getting old money blonde and it's my natural hair color. Do I feel bad that I dyed my hair? No, because my hair color matches my eyebrows now and I enjoy that a lot more. But like people will be like, oh, well, I saw somebody that really liked dyed their hair copper, so I'm going to dye my hair copper. And I'm like, well, this, do you, do you want to dye your hair copper? Is that because you keep on seeing it everywhere and you're like well I guess I need to have it in order to be pretty probably not um I don't know if it's a groundbreaking statement but if you didn't dye your hair copper there's still people in this world that had brown and blonde hair like does that not create I feel like it creates like an extra level of like consumerism it's like oh, okay well then I have to dye my hair red for years I personally think and our other sister was a hairdresser for a bit I think people were like, we must change the hair colors because red is such a difficult hair color to get out. So, like, why not make it a hit color so then you have to pay, like, what, a grand or so to get it fixed back to your natural hair color? 
or the blonde that you've been looking for for a really long time? Think about it. Also, things like, you know, so things always go viral that are, that start to become expensive. So, like, the Ninja Kraby, like Sarah said, $75. Now it's, like, 300 The hair tools go from maybe 150 to 300 400 500 600 700 and it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do this, like, how to do hair routine. Okay, perfect. You add up the products. Products cost, what, what $300, $400. Okay, well, now my hair's crunchy because I don't actually have pin straight hair or I don't have wavy hair. I don't have curly hair. So these products didn't work for me and now they kind of ruin it. So then your hair feels gross. But you're like, well, I really liked my hair because my hair was doing a lot better with these. You can still change products to change your hair. But don't go changing your hair products to somebody who has a completely different hair texture than you. Like, I, my, one of my friends growing up was half Thai, half German. And her hair followed the lines of more of, like, her Thai heritage. So it was thick. It was dark. It was, it was beautiful. I love her hair. But to me, I can't, like, my hair's thinner. It has a different texture. So us using the same products probably will work. I say probably because, like, maybe a magical product works. Same with skin. I have extremely dry, sensitive skin. These people who use many different types of skincare based on different types of weather. Bless your soul. If I did, I would have a great two chemical burns. That, that does not work for me. Playing the, ooh, well, I saw so-and-so use this. I'm going to get it. That does not work for me. And I recognize that now. My face does not agree with that. Same thing with scents. I can't have a lot of perfumes. So when people bring up big things about perfumes and stuff like that, I know in my heart, I've had it off. I'm like, ooh, can't do that. That's not good. I will say, though, a big consumerism part that I do fall into is the bedding category. I am huge into changing my bedding for the season. It sparks a lot of joy for me, um, especially finding things that have a very specific texture because I heat up a lot while I'm sleeping, so I have to have a specific texture. But I love to change my bed sheets. So I will spend, say it's like $50 for a sheet set, and sometimes it's like $50 for a duvet. Say I buy four through four of those two sets, one a year for a different season. I'm spending $400 total, but I also have a bunch of sparks of joy. But I get to pull out my adorable, like, I have a dark teal one on my bed right now. I love it. Fall time, I pull out my burnt orange sheets. Wonderful. Love those sheets. When it gets into, like, more wintery time, I have, like, blue sheets. And then once it comes into, like, spring and summer, I switch my duvet to, like, a light gray one. Technically, I only have two, two duvets. I think it's only two, two duvets. I think it is. Might not be. I don't know for sure. I'll have to count them. Then I'm like, oh, I get to change my room around for the decor. But I still have had the same sheet sets and duvet sets for years. Well, the ones that I originally have, I just bought for you now. But have that but then you go into christmas time and it's like this is the theme of christmas you must have pastel christmas and now it's like you must have maximalism christmas i'm or so tech christmas. christmas i have a very strong question where are you keeping all of these extra christmas decorations oh 100 where is your storage rooms that is not a thing for me i do not have that um sarah has no return uh, blessing to Sarah, editing Sarah. My brain farted like three times during this. Oh, that's fine. You are always thinking it's so much worse than what it actually is. That's what makes me laugh. Is he gone? Yeah. You left the door, right? No, I left it wide open and said, come on in, cold air and weirdos. It's so cold. But I was just talking about like, you know how I have, um, I have my dark teal duvet, as you can see. Yeah. In my room today. And I have my gray duvet. Yeah. And I have four different types of sheet sets. I love to change my bed based on the season. Oh, yeah. But I'm also not buying. I'm currently using my Halloween blanket. But I'm currently not buying, like, three or four blankets per season. No, I feel like there's always a blanket. 
that everybody gets like obsessed with like that pink ghost blanket that everybody was obsessed with Dude, there's one for every season from home goods oh i know which like not gonna lie those blankets are adorable but i also fall into the fact of like do i need another blanket oh i don't want to sound annoying but to me they're not big enough like i want to be able to like full cozy wrap it around myself and they're always like throws so they're never big oh which sarah can laugh at me she probably came in this morning i fell asleep on the couch i have a queen queen size patagonia sherpa blanket from costco it is the coziest looking fucking blanket on the face of the planet my dog loves it you look like the definition of cozy like i went in i'm like hey you're like good morning and it's all like tucked underneath your chin it looks like it's bigger than a king size blanket it looks like it's five inches thick, like from far away. That's what it looks like. And you have it like tucked up and you're like, mm, yeah, Marty. Your face is about like, oh my God, you were like fucking thriving in that. But it's so big. It's so nice. It's so cozy. Keeps me warm. How many of those blankets do I have? One. I know. And I'd never seen that one before. That's why I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I had it. Done. I bought it two years ago from Costco. And I only pull it out when it's in the brunt force winter. Yeah, because you're a warm person, so. I know, so if I buy a Sherpa blanket, like a big one, yeah, it means that I'm preparing for winter. 100%. But I kind of just covered, like, a little bit about dupes. <laughs> I didn't okay. want to cover the part, the, um, but also, like, it's, like, consumers as a whole. So I find it really easy to skip videos that are, like, large amounts of makeup large amounts of purses yeah that doesn't relate to me but if there's a niche of like you need this for your like dog i'm like oh do i need it or am i a bad dog owner i will look at the makeup one especially if i'm just like looking if that's my time to like just offset my brain where i don't have to think and like everybody's in bed and i've done the things that i need to do and frankly i'm just like trying to fall asleep which i know some people are like it's not good for you i can fall asleep watching tiktok thank you very much um but a big thing for me is like i'm older and sometimes i'm like why the fuck does my makeup do blank and they're like oh this is how you fix it if it happens and this is how you prevent it oh sweet or uh, the ones that i usually stop on are like here's this new concealer from the drugstore i usually stop in the drugstore videos i'm not really a drop on the sephora videos unless it's a pale girl with freckles who says the words, these are some pale girl-friendly things. And I'm like, oh my God. Because I understand there's been shade range issues with a lot of things. But a lot of people don't get pale right either. It's either too white, too yellow, or too pink. Or orange. Orange is my favorite undertone. Who the fuck has an orange undertone? Or gray. Yeah, that's the worst. It's gray. Like, I put it on. I'm like, dear God, I look like the dead. Which could be some form of, like marketing so that way they get you to buy blush and buy all the other stuff but i'm like holy shit which then i also i also discussed a little bit about when somebody breaks so i used an example of my headphones yeah if my headphones break i would wait a month see how much i actually reach for my headphones right and then i can justify the cost or save for the ones that i want did you talk about like when you gave me your airpods or when i got i bought your airpods mm-hmm. off you so Eve got a pair, she got a student bundle of stuff from Apple, and she got a free set of AirPods. While I was in college. While she was in college. And after she was done college, she upgraded her AirPods. So the very specific reason that I upgraded my AirPods is I am half deaf. Yeah. So I my whole my right ear does not work. Um it can prove my audiologist, I am half deaf. So the new I the AirPods three has a spatial radio thing so i can alter it more so that i can have quieter in my left ear and i can have louder in my right ear yeah i originally had just like the plain old airpods um which is kind of funny because i like you know when you have wire headphones yeah and one of them goes out if the right one went out i just just i i didn't know i totally forgot about that so like if sarah was like oh i need headphones i hand them to her and she's like the right one doesn't work and i'm like well, what really? I was doing was, it's funny because it goes back to those Beat Heavens that I bought. They were great, but when I started doing a remote job and having to wear headphones for like eight and a half hours a day, whether it was listening or doing tutorials like based on the work and stuff like that, I did. I was just like, oh, it's pressing on my brain. Like, it's bothering me. And you were like, here, you use these AirPods. I'm like, oh, I usually don't like the ones that go in your ears. 
like especially like the classic ones with the with the wire like they were just like not my favorite to be totally honest and then you're like just try these out i'm like okay so i tried them out because you're like i'm not using them and i was like oh okay and i was like well how much do you want for them you're like well i got them for free and i'm like well i want to give you money because i know that these things are expensive you're like 50 bucks i was like sure so i guess the 30 bucks it was it was either 30 or 50 bucks or i was i don't know it was something it was uber cheap and i put them in my ears and i was like what the fuck there is no sound in one of the ears and you're like which one is it oh it's my deaf ear one but it was super easy i googled it online it was like you clean out with like a little bit of like rubbing alcohol and then you literally the grossest thing was it's like this sounds so gross but it works after you're done cleaning it fully put it up to your mouth and suck in so that way it pops the netting out and it works better and then they worked perfect those headphones worked for like i want to say i used them for like i recorded myself and it was horrible so i couldn't really do trainings and stuff like that with stuff like that so and that was the reason why i upgraded them but i knew that i needed them and then i used like this like voucher thing that my work had and i ended up getting them almost for free so that was the that's the only reason why I still have them. I I don't think I would go out today and justify purchasing them. To be totally honest, unless I only said okay specifically for when I'm editing the podcast, I need AirPods, but I could just use those Beats headphones because I'm only sitting there sometimes for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's always like for me, it's like justification when it comes to stuff and what you actually need. And that's kind of like when it came down to like when you're writing your Christmas list when you were a kid. So you're writing that Christmas list when you're a kid and you're seeing all these advertisements. I know at least in the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of advertisements for stuff. We'd see all them. They would be specifically targeted on the kids' channels and you write down stuff that you want. But our parents a lot of time would be like, what do you really want or what do you feel that you really need? And then it would kind of go from there. It wasn't like we're going to buy you every single thing on this list. And I think that's a big thing is like I went online and I looked up in the 1990s what the top things were that were requested by kids between the ages of 7 and 13. And go with Game Boy. Okay. Game Boy is one of them. It's number three. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi number one. Pokemon. Uh, no. Is it too, that's probably too early. Too early. Um, MP3 player? Walkman? Two has come back around again. Has come back around? Yes. Clock clips? Um, Furbies. Why? Right. Polly Pocket, which we know has had a million different iterations now. Yes. Um, a talk boy. Do you know what that is? Is that one of those things that you plug in and it like tells you a story? No. So a talk boy, um, it was like a video recorder. Kevin McAllister uses one in Home Alone. Oh, like the Yeah. Oh, okay. So does um Hillary Duff's little brother uses one. Matt. Yeah. Uh Beanie Babies. Bop it. So these were like common things like Bright, Nintendo 64, Power Rangers, American Girl Dolls. What what year, what year again did you put this? I just did 1990s as a whole. Okay, so also friendly reminder, Google did not come out until 1998. So that might also be... No, this is like reference list that people have done. Oh, okay. As they pull... Uh, and like Easy Bake Oven, stuff like that. Okay, so then I pulled up the list for... Kids between the ages of 7 and 13. In 2023? In 2023. What's the number one thing that you think that was requested? Stanley? No. Drunk elephant? A phone. For a seven-year-old? Yes. A phone? The second was a Stanley mug. Okay. Third was um, cosmetics. High-end or drugstore, um, like Nick's Fat Lip Oil, which I got and is amazing, but I'm also 37 years old. Oh, I also went on a rant about how, like, just because there's a new lip oil doesn't mean that the lip oils before were poor. Okay, yeah. Like, the Dior lip oils have been out for years. I don't know what people are talking about. Also, I put on the Nick's Fat Lip Oil. It smells, and it's the same consistency as a Lip Smackers one I had in the 90s. Which they have come back out. And that's the whole thing is, like, there are there's younger versions of these there's lip smackers there we used to have like bond bell or whatever and there was all these other brands that were like aiming towards like teens and tweens and stuff 
this is the one that is like just like the fucking worst to me the number one thing other uh, than the number four thing that was most requested was specifically drunk elephant oh which i which is a skincare brand that is ridiculously expensive i when i was seven to thirteen I can think back to the things that I wanted. And it was a guitar. Yeah. Probably a sweater. Because I love sweaters. Um, Maybe a toy. Probably Club Penguin. That's a hope for Club Penguin. But I never thought of, like... Honestly, I didn't know the difference between, like, a hand moisturizer and a face moisturizer until I probably turned 16. But that's the whole thing is, like, there's all of this, like, focus on stuff. But these are, like, four things. So you've got skincare, makeup, a a trendy mug, and a phone. So when you look at these, these were asked for for 7 to 13-year-olds and also the highly requested things for people over the age of 13. Which also people my age were asking for something too if you sit there and let's do an average price so an average price is say leading phone iphone fifteen hundred dollars yeah if you're buying it on a plan say it's like we're going off of canadian prices eighty to a hundred dollars yeah a month times 12 so that's probably twelve hundred dollars a year a stanley cup how much are from my understanding they're like 40 to 50 dollars Oh, but then I've seen other people on Target at Target pay like $30, but they're going feral. Like those Ray Dunn ladies that they used to have who would go like feral for Ray Dunn stuff at Winners. But those were adults. Those were adults. These are uh, these are now children and adults going feral for a fucking drinking cup. I understand you want to be hydrated. I understand they'll want to get a new cup yeah. in general. But I don't sit and go, I need to get this cup because of this. If you need to stand in a line and wait for things for multiple hours, you should maybe reconsider your priorities. The only time I have ever stood in a line to get something was when mom and dad wanted to get you guys a Wii for Christmas. And it was three years after the Wii came out. But also there is four children and two adults. Well, that was the whole thing is it was seen as we could only use this as a family. It wasn't used specifically for, like, I thought a Nintendo Switch would be on the fucking list. Oh, no, that's so, like, three years ago. I swear Nintendo Switches went out, went out after the panorama. Yeah, which is funny because, like, nobody calls on, like, Animal Crossing or stuff like that anymore. There's I saw a girl who's like, ah, I spent hours building my island during the pandemic. Now there's nobody here to appreciate it, like, as a joke. Which that also, like... Are you okay? My ears keep plugging. Oh, okay. Um, and I keep trying to pop them so I can hear you properly. But like, also, you shouldn't be using, from my knowledge, you shouldn't be using retinols as a child. Oh, no. There's a bunch of dermatologists like going off on TikTok being like, please do not buy this for your children. Like anything that has an acid, yeah. even if it's hyaluronic acid, anything that has like an acid in it, um, anything like that. They're like, your kid just needs a good cleanser. Like, you go buy Cetaphil or CeraVe if you want because it doesn't strip your skin. They're like, if your kid should be cleansing their face and you should use more than just, like, regular soap. So if you get them, like, you can get the giant tub of Cetaphil for, like, $18, $20 at Costco in Canada. And you get that and they wash their face with it and you rinse it off. And they said, and a sunscreen. Like, everybody yeah. should be wearing sunscreen. It doesn't need to be expensive sunscreen. Just for sunscreen. sunscreen. Or I also never was a part of like seven-year-old who wore lots of makeup. Oh, no. See, so this is a big thing for me is like I understand kids wanting to play with makeup because it's fun. Yeah. And you want to play with it like Barbies. And my only thing is. And I know that there's this whole thing with Sephora girls, which we'll start talking about in a minute for, like, what we've seen. I have purchased my daughter, who is now seven, makeup palettes from Sephora. I got eyeshadow palettes on sale, specifically eyeshadow palettes. Everything else that she plays with is, like, a drugstore product. But the reason why I did the eyeshadow palettes or I like heavily vetted the drugstore brands when I bought stuff and didn't buy one of those like little kits from Claire's 
or those other things is those things are full of fucking shit. And in some cases, they're full of toxic shit. They have found asbestos in a bunch of the eyeshadow palettes at Claire's. And I know it's just play makeup, but I don't want my kid getting crap like that on her. So I've bought stuff that's like clean makeup. But also, are you buying your kid foundation? No. And my kid plays with it here and there and she puts it all over her face and then she wants to take it off. But it's things like blush, eyeshadow. Yeah. That's lip gloss. Yeah. Like, oh no, she didn't get lip gloss. She has like chapstick. Yeah. Like like, that's it. It's not anything that's like going into her skin as much as like foundation concealer no like these primer like a full-blown routine like when i saw penelope disket penelope disick's entire skincare routine that had like 11 steps and then she put makeup on i was sad she was 11 years old when she did that yeah i'm like yeah of course the foundation looks right on your skin you don't have visible pores and it's not because of the skincare that you use. It's because you're 11 years old. Which, like, totally. If you want to have, like, eyeshadow <laughs> palettes and stuff. I feel like eyeshadow is okay. The Sephora children, though. I witnessed this. I went to go get my birthday gift the day after my birthday. Which is, like, the once or twice a year that yes. I enter Sephora. There was probably, give or take, 50 children. Which... Fun fact, before Sephora was actually in Canada, it was only in the States and you had to order it online, which I only started hearing about it in like 2014, 20, actually, no, sorry, probably 2011, 2012. (laughs) And because I started watching YouTubers. But they used to have a rule at their stores in the States that you had to be 16 or have an adult with you. Yes. And now they don't have that rule. No, but you'll have adults with them. Oh, so. On TikTok, if you haven't seen the trend, it's like Sephora workers who, like, these children were calling me like, I want drunk elephant bronzing drops. Yeah. Where are they? Or, like, ripping them out of adults' hands. Or dragging their parents of, like, blaming Sephora workers for making them purchase $87 worth of stuff. Sephora workers, from my understanding, don't make commission. No, they don't make commission. They're just there to help people with their stuff. They get trained by the brands in order to produce the stuff they have certain requirements like you have to go with a full like beta makeup on your face which makes sense and they have to have knowledge about the product like it's it's very much like it is a sales job but you're also like kind of dabbling within like the esthetician type realm and stuff like that and like a makeup artist type realm a lot of people will start their careers there or like at mac and then um either start doing or go to like makeup which then it's like it's so it is scary. Um, the the fact that I've seen people what bothers me is it's like why are they going into this? I under but I'm not stupid. Like I know that it's because a lot of those kids are asking for phones, they're getting phones and people are allowing them to go on TikTok. Even though there's an age restriction of thirteen, mm-hmm. they're going on TikTok, their parents are just letting them because like whatever. It's the internet. There was a, what was that quote I read off the other day? It's like when they used to say before the internet was super popular, like all more knowledge will create. Oh my God. No. What was it? Um, Stupidity <laughs> is because you of lack of lo- knowledge. Yeah. Stupidity is due to the lack of knowledge, but it has been proven that because now the internet exists, that it is not the lack of knowledge that causes stupidity. Yeah. By the way, by stupidity, we do not mean anybody who is neurospicy anybody with any sort of disabilities diverse abilities anything like that we're talking about common sense yeah just common sense in general when it comes to it um i didn't care about any of this shit when i was a kid i remember like our parents were very specific like um don't wear nail polish till you're 10 which i didn't know all the chemicals and stuff like that that went into nail polish until like one day they were like oh, this is free of all of this stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, there was formaldehyde nail polish. I had no idea. Well, like it was, I think it was 12, 12 for me for nail polish, 15, 16 for earrings, like to get your ears pierced. 
oh, I just, I didn't have a restriction. They just said get your ears Because you were the first child. I know. I got my ears pierced when I was 15 or 16 because that was the only time I actually wanted them pierced. And I got them pierced because I wanted them to, not because anybody told me to and because it was cool. And you couldn't have, like, a video game device. Oh, we didn't have video games in our house. Until I think I got my DS pipe when I was 12. I want to say 12 or 13. 12 or 13. It was right before you went to high school, I thought. Or were you a little younger? Maybe 10. 10. Because I bought my first iPad when I was 13 because I was babysitting a lot. Oh, yeah. But I... The funny thing, though, is I sat there and I was thinking about it. And I never was, like, looking up... Like, I was watching Zoella before she did makeup tutorials. Oh, yeah. But... A lot of the things that kids are watching now and they're quoting, like, makeup artists and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, dude, how does she know what a primer was? Oh, my God. Right? That's that's the whole thing. It's like, I feel like there's a massive gap. I'm, I'm super, like, I pay attention to a lot of stuff. I think more it is seen. And I understand this is not everybody's, like, cup of tea. Like, some people are, like oh, whatever, I'm going to do this and do this or whatever. Everybody's different. But, like, I am su- I, I really pay attention to, like, what I have on around my kid and what she's allowed to do. Like, she's not allowed to have... She's not allowed to watch YouTube by herself and unattended. Will I watch vloggers while she's in the room and, like, chilling or whatever? Yeah, sure. Um, My kid plays on the Switch. She's really good. But that's kind of something that she'll do with both of us or she'll do with my husband or she'll um she started like only within the last six months kind of playing games on her own in order to gauge stuff but she'll save up her own money to buy stuff like that and she'll do tasks in order to do that and I think that's a whole thing as I feel like there's like it's like a gimme gimme now thing like the attention span's gone the, the attention span is gone I don't know a lot of, I saw a lot of theories online where people are like oh it's iPad babies because the first iPad came out in 2010 and then, oh my god it's such a lie though like they'll be like gen z's the reason why the society is going down but like gen z doesn't care i know i feel like what i see more from gen z is like thrifting um how to be off your phone how to not do stuff like there's very polar opposites i feel like your generation split directly down the middle they're either like consumerism and on their phones all the time or they're like literally reading a cozy book buying thrifted clothes and just chilling and going out doing activities like it's very cut down the middle i have nieces around the same age as eve as well and i literally it's that's what it is it's it's hilarious in my opinion because it, there is it's literally like the yin to the yang of the gen z's i would also and like i'm speaking this to sarah who is a mother i honestly think that consumerism has been wrecked by parents and parenting books i think it's been wrecked by i have never read a parenting book in my entire life i i think i've said that before but um when i went into the doctor and i was pregnant with my daughter he was like oh and like um how are you feeling whatever and he's like have you felt the baby kick like at one and i was like i don't know it feels kind of weird and fuzzy he's like oh like what would you relate it to? And I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like I have a gas bump on my stomach, I guess. Like, do you think that's what that is? He goes, you're not reading any parenting books, are you? And I was like, no, I refuse to use those. I feel like I'd be riddled with anxiety and just constantly fucking overthink everything. So I'm not reading them. And he's like, I love you. Seriously? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, then don't read them. You don't need it. He's like, your body will tell you if something's wrong. Yeah. And I totally get that. I think another thing too is like, um fear of missing out that's always a big thing but also like oh i didn't get this when i was a kid or i didn't get i'm gonna think of something that i did i was just like you didn't get adidas tear-offs in the 90s so now you're buying your daughter lululemon leggings because you want to make sure that she fits in with everybody else we're teaching our kids that they have to fit in and they don't but also like if, if you're taking out a second mortgage just so that your kid fits in, then you you don't have proper coping strategies. Well, that's the whole thing is I, I see folks, too, spending all this money on these consumer things. Like, you got your Lulu sweaters for your kid. I get my I ended up getting my kid Lululemon sweaters at, like, a secondhand store. They were in the sweater section, and they were blue, and we were going through her size. And she literally pulls out these sweaters. She goes, 
these feel like like thick and I really like the color of this and she pulled it out and I'm like is that a Lululemon sweater and I got it for like ten dollars at a thrift store but like it's all of the emphasis is being put on these like material products like I bought my daughter a Stanley cup so she fit in it with everybody else I thought that Lululemon fanny pack Lululemon um bought them like all of this other crazy shit that they're buying people and then it's like oh my god I know right kids are so expensive I'm like well you don't have to buy all that stuff for your kid to be happy I think you just recently, like, you got them in May or June. Like, yeah. your new one. But also, um, I, I this is going to sound, like, super fucking rude, but, like, it'll be like, oh, yeah, well, all they do is sit on their phone all day. I'm like, oh, like, what activities did you book them into? Oh, it's too much effort to book them into activities or activities are so expensive. Okay, my kid's in hockey. Hockey is an expensive sport, but you can do it on a budget. You don't have to buy everything brand new. You can buy stuff secondhand. You can trade stuff off amongst, like, the team. Like, the other day, somebody was like, oh, my God, I really need to get my kid a new goalie helmet. Like, they're so expensive. And then one of the other parents goes, oh, our oldest son is actually a goalie. He passed his old helmet down to our kid. See if this fits your kid. And has off to the other person. And they're like, oh, sweet. Now, we're talking the locker room, so I don't know if they negotiated a price after, but it's still less expensive than buying a brand new goalie helmet. Like, there are communities if you want to find them. Well, also, the thing is, is like, and I kind of chatted about priorities, is if you take a step back and you look at, yes, the world, I didn't get everything I wanted as a child. But I got everything that I needed. Or I learned how yeah. to, like, I saved for my first iPad. Are you going to sneeze? So did my kid. No, um, my, my nose and ears keep plugging. It's driving me insane. I saved for, like, my first iPad. I, like, I remember sitting there and I would never think of adding things above. Like, sometimes I, I think the most expensive thing that I put on my birthday list was, um, I take a lot of pictures for certain things. I was going to so, say, I know exactly what Well, and, like, I feel like I should preface it. I did take yearbook in high school. I do take pictures for the business and stuff. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I'd like a camera. And it was $155. Everything else on my list was between 15 to 35 to $45. I also feel rude if I put something super high. Like I have an Amazon wish list, but I put things on there that I plan to purchase for myself. And then I send it off. Some people are like, oh, there's a couple of things on there. Expensive. I'm like, no, no, no. I do not expect you to buy that for me. I put that on there for me for later. Oh, I also, like, we usually have about a 50 to $75 budget for Christmas. Yeah. So this year I was like, oh, I really want to get Sarah this lounge fly that was um, the Goofy movie themed. Oh, my God. It's the best. And I looked at our mom and I said, I don't want to purchase this just one. So I split it with our brother. Yeah. I purchased dupes off Timu for um, Sarah's husband and our other sister and our sister's partner. And But I was like, oh, I'm going to get this cup. Probably paid like 20 bucks. Yeah. But I made everybody stockings. I got like, like physically. She oh, no. I crocheted. I crocheted nine stockings, um, which cost me about $15 per thing of wool. And so I was like, okay, I'm at 35. And then I was like, instead of getting random things that they don't need, I'm going to get accessories for the cup. So I got the snack lid. I got a silicone thing. I got straw things. And I got everybody a pair of socks. I didn't give them 50 different cups. I didn't want to give them a bunch of this. Sarah has a Simply Modern one that she really likes. What's the point of me buying another one? Well, and that's the whole thing is I love that Simply Modern cup. And again, the only reason why I got the Simply Modern cup, which I think at one point it was popping off on TikTok too. Mm -hmm. But the only reason why I got it is because I was literally at a birthday party and it was hot as shit outside for my um my best friend's kid. And one of the moms was standing there. And I noticed we had been at this party. She was one of those awesome moms that like stays behind and helps out with stuff. And I noticed that she like moved her cup. It was super cute. It was black. It had like um stars and moons and stuff on it and it was silver and i heard the ice and i was like shut up did you already fill that up how is there still ice in there she goes dude this thing keeps ice all day long 
I don't need it to keep ice for 24 to 48 hours. Just like to say that because yeah. that's gross. Yeah. There's bacteria that builds up in that shit. Mm-hmm. But she said it stays all day. And I was like, I need one of these cups. I looked them up. Holy fuck. It's so affordable. What I bought my Simply Modern cup, it was $20. Mm-hmm. Now they're 40 bucks. But it works great. It fits my hand in the handle, which the Yeti ones, I love Yeti. I don't know who the fuck made the handle size. It's like very tiny i'm dying over here i'm falling apart um i was like is she barfing or being barfing and everything at the same time but she got this cup great so instead of buying her another cup yeah i got her the snack tray i got her some um nightmare before christmas straw covers which straw covers are essential after you have the traumatic experience that i had yeah don't don't want to swallow spiders oh what it wasn't a spider so I had a drink cup. A lot of people go to bed with water. Yes. I, I told my friend Jen this and she was horrified. She's like, why the hell would you need a straw cover? I'm like, let me tell you. I went to bed with a cup of water, had it on my nightstand, woke up, went to big, a big old sip of water out of my straw, and I felt something moving in my mouth. In my fucking mouth. And I was like, Bleh. and I spat the water all over the floor, which my husband was like, woke, woke up so confused. And a fucking earwig came out of my mouth. Um, a fucking earwig. That's gross. Like, I think that's worse than a spider. It's worse than a spider because, like, I know that spiders can bite, but earwigs are assholes. They're like the asshole of the bug generation. They are. And they're fucking gross. The bug species generation. <laughs> I know. How dare the younger earwig. It came out of my mouth. So ever since that, like, I don't take water to bed anymore because I am terrified and then we, I got them, and I was like, oh, my God. Well, I saw that you got them before because you got a couple of cute ones. I'm like, oh, my God, I got Care Bear idea. ones because um, I, obviously, I work in healthcare, and sometimes you leave them in random spaces, and this, this sounds so random, but I'm terrified of poop particles landing in my water or blood. Well, I like, like spray or spit. Oh, no, I leave it in, like, but I'm terrified of having, like, random particles or anything going into my water um so that's why i got a couple of them and i was like oh they're so great sarah was like what is that and i'm like it's a straw cover and she was like i i think i got my first one probably a year and a half ago yeah it was a while ago it's one of those things too that i've like put into my amazon card or my timu card or seen them at the store i think about buying them and i'm like no, you don't really need it right now. Like, it's not essential. Get the other thing that you need, which is, like, laundry washer pods or something. Oh, my God. Which also, I broke Sarah's mind because she didn't know. So, she would buy, silo- like, metal straws with silicone. We tips. need to preface this. We live in Canada, and our prime minister banned fucking plastic straws. So, she would buy metal straws, but she didn't, like, her kids doesn't like the feeling of metal straws, so they have the silicone tips. And I hit my teeth with them. And after a while, <laughs> the silicone, as to everything, there can get bacteria and stuff like that, but the metal straw is fine, and it falls apart. And so, I said to her, she was like, oh, I need to get more, like, silicone metal straws. And I was like, why? And she's like, oh, well, I, I pulled off the silicone bits, but just because I don't like the bacteria. And I was like, well, why don't you just get, like, the silicone bits? This woman looked at me like I had a deer on my head. I had no idea that you could just buy, <laughs> you could just buy the tips. And I was like, cut that for a sound bite. Just the tip. Just the tip. But you could buy the tips. And she was like, what? So, again, another thing about consumerism. You don't need to buy the brand new thing. Sometimes you just need to buy a new part. Well, and that's a big thing. Like, uh, another thing that I saw, which a lot of people are like, oh, TikTok will make you buy a bunch of shit you don't need. My battery is dying. I have a V6 Dyson vacuum. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it refurbed. I got it at Winners. And it's great. It works great. But don't battery last. It's depleted. Like the battery used to last 30 minutes. And now we're down to like 15. And if it's not precisely put back on the charger, we're at five minutes. And like I don't have a ton of carpet in my house. But I have enough where like, you know, you want to deep clean. You want to go slow. You want to get the stuff up. I have kids that run throughout my house. There's one that I own and one that I do not own. And they make crumbs everywhere. Also, my husband. (laughs) And my hair is fucking everywhere. But I wouldn't have known that you can buy this random adapter, which just to let you know, if you're within warranty of your Dyson vacuum, 
you don't want to do this because technically it would void your warranty, even though it's probably better. And you can do something like buy the adapter and use a DeWalt battery, Mm -hmm. like a hardware battery. And we all know you charge batteries for those hardware companies and they fucking like, I don't know the last time I charged my screwdriver. And there was one day where I was like putting all this shit up on the walls and Oh my god, and then it dies, and you're like, where's the charger? I know, I was like, it lasted forever, it still hasn't died. Yeah, but when it dies, I'm like, fuck, where's the charger? Where is it? It's like that razor that I got banned. Where's the charger? I I literally will have to take for the charger. We bought it two years ago. He shaves his head every two weeks and trims his beard. It has never died. Yeah. I bought it at Costco. And I bought it, when I bought it at Costco, it was like 50 bucks. I know, it's magical. But you just sit there and you think about things and like, I feel like this mainly sparked both like Christmas and yeah. birthdays. I think that's a big thing is like, obviously you notice a lot more when it comes to Christmas because there's a huge push. We didn't have a, you had, so I think we, I, I think there are, there was obviously like a huge thing because we noticed it because of like Christmas and all that other stuff. But um, I do see a massive lack in the market when it comes to tween or younger kid based whether it's stores or places like i mean toy the rest didn't go down in canada but i know it went down in the states and then i think it slowly came back um we don't have places like justice justice was actually in i know in canada we have a justice it was no we do not it is gone no yes in the store still at the mall it is gone that is urban planet kids isn't it yeah i just don't look up um, Justice left the store. They were purchased in Canada by Walmart, and now Walmart distributes their stuff. <laughs> um, there's Claire's in the mall. I'm not saying to like when you take your kids shopping, that's the only place you can go. But like, there's like Claire's, and my kid finds like she likes going in there. But she even said to me, "I have to be in a certain mood because it's super overwhelming. There's so much stuff in there." But Claire's is so fucking expensive, it's not even funny. But also a lot of the portions of the stuff that you used to go in for was like novelty necklaces and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of it, like something about clip-on earrings. I know, and some of it is like, it's not even like kitty anymore. Some of it is still like older. Like I feel like there's nothing for them to become a kid, become a tween. Like it, it's like you jump from like, and, and they start so young. And if you don't catch them, you have, like, a teenager at the age of seven. Well, like, and I remember when I was, like, say, six, seven, eight, I was, like, making jewelry. I was doing art and stuff like that. And now, like, being creative and those types of things are, like, not a lot of people make friendship bracelets anymore. Unless you're a Taylor Swift fan, which thank you, Taylor Swift, for bringing about friendship bracelets because... I feel like now people are wearing them and they're like, I have a friendship bracelet. And they like have those like, like, you know, the, um, I like, it's a young millennial yeah. that are like, oh, all my friends are coming together for drink wine and make vision boards. Or we're going to come out together and make doormats. Right? Why is that not, why are we not having that for our tweens? I, that's the other thing is we're not having that for tweens, but I'm also seeing that a lot for like, like non, like, just, just have fun craft nights. Have times where you sit around and watch movies with your friends. Movies that are age appropriate. Um, sit around and watch all this other stuff. Like the fact that I know that kids have watched Euphoria, or kids have watched even straight. Even Zendaya was like looking at me, like horrified. There was a eight, nine year old girl who came up and was like, "So I wanted to talk about Euphoria," and her eyes were like, "Did you watch this?" And she's like, well, yeah. And she's like, um, I'd maybe discuss with your parents about boundaries because, like, she's 30, 28, 29, 30. Yeah. I don't know who any of those other people are, but they're all in their 20s and they're all going to be in their 30s. By the time they film the next one. Yes. I, I tried watching an episode of that show. It gave me the ick, so I stopped watching. I never watched it's it. It's not my vibe. But... Like, even shows like that, there's no, like, middle ground. Like, I used to watch Winx Club before I turned into a teenager. Mm. I didn't watch a lot of, like, real-life shows. And there's either, like, Bluey, which is, like, more kid rage. Yeah. Uh, even Ladybug and Cat Noir is, like, quite a little bit longer. It's younger, but also it has, like, that element of, like, the romance thing. But you're not watching people, like, make out and almost have sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the- there was Gumball... 
to me, it's the um, Ladybug and Cat Noir is the Sailor Moon of this generation. <laughs> I loved Sailor Moon. Yeah, I just don't. I feel like consumerism is trying to make everybody older, but also trying to make adults younger. Um, I feel like oh, the, that's the whole thing. The adult younger thing is like um, the fact that they're making Fisher Price little people sets for adult shows like Seinfeld, Friends, yeah. which I know they're cute. But like, and and that's kind of the whole thing, right? Like, I think it's because the faster they age us, the faster they can sell us more shit and we can ask for expensive things. Because I mean, if people are already creating lists that are almost $1,000 and they're 10 or 12 years old, then it's going to be twice that by the time they're in their 20s. Like, teach your kid how to bake. Teach your kid to not be an asshole. Oh, yeah. That's my number one. Actually, can, can we teach kids how to spell? And not, like... Make a break. U is a letter. Yes. It is not a word. It is a letter. A hundred percent. This is not against anybody who has issues spelling. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Learn how to spell. Yeah. I was like, consumerism is just a pain in the ass. I got to take the dog out. Yeah, I know. I think that's just like a big thing that we want to make sure that like focus on your needs. You're allowed to still have wants. You're not being doomed because you're not having things that you want. Have fun things. I mean, I'll ask for makeup. Why not? But that that's try to allow people to be kids allow people to be tweens allow people to be teenagers and make good decisions and bad decisions and not just sit like mindless zombies who sit around but yeah um please subscribe and share our goal this year is to get to at least a thousand followers um in total or oh i said a thousand downloads <laughs> oh downloads a thousand downloads is great or a thousand followers or subscribers um, and that would be a combo. We're not asking for like a million things in the world, but please spread the word if you can. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. That is one. We have an email. Oh, and we also have like, if you go to RSS feed, we're on there. Bird Top Perfectionist Podcast. So thank you. And stay as warped and twisted as ever. Peace.